Hi, everybody. This is Marna Thal with the Thin Within podcast, where I give you mental secrets for weight loss mastery. And many of you have said to me, Marna, why don't you take your weekly Facebook lives and put them on your podcast? So here is this week's Facebook Live. I am thrilled to be with all of you today talking about nighttime eating. This is a biggie. This is a huge area that kind of creeps into so many of our lives. Oh my goodness. This nighttime eating and we're going to discuss it and I want to give you three ways you can get in front of it that are going to just really help you today. You're going to just want to kiss me all over the place. Let's jump in. Okay. Let's talk late night eating. So I'm going to give you three things you can do today. When we look at changing any habit, let's look at the habit loop. Okay. The habit loop in our mind where we know really creates weight loss or creates any type of habit. So first you have an urge, you have a trigger. So when you look at your evening, I'm going to tell you about some different types of triggers. And I want you to write down or start recognizing, ah, this is my late night trigger that's happening to me. So let's look at the different trigger types that there are. There are six triggers, everybody. There are six triggers that I want you to be aware of that urge you and can trigger you to think about food, can trigger you to want to eat overeat, binge. So you might want to write these down just so you have, here are the different types of triggers that urge you or might urge you to eat. You could have a location trigger or a place trigger. This could be a specific location like a certain restaurant or a certain place that you go, location or place. It could be every time you visit your mother, your sister, your brother, your kids, you find yourself overeating. You may have a vacation spot, a place that you go on vacation that you go, oh my gosh, every time I go, I end up overeating. So I want you to be aware of at night, is there a location or a place trigger that is in the works for you? Now you might find, hey, not at night, but I got different location triggers that are happening throughout the day. So this is good for you to be aware of. The next trigger type that you might be having is a feeling. Feeling lonely at night, feeling bored, feeling overly tired. That was one for me. I thought, oh my goodness, you know, if I'm so tired, if I could just wake up, if I could just have a little more energy. And I somehow thought food would give me that energy and I would turn to food. So it could be a feeling trigger that's happening at night, lonely, bored, tired, angry, wanting a release, wanting to shut down, wanting to reward yourself. That's a feeling. Oh, I I did so good today. I did so great. I made it through the day. I'm feeling this need for a reward. That can be a trigger. Another type of trigger are objects, like the couch, your bed, TV. You go, oh, that turns on. Oh, I want food. And you start associating every time I watch TV. I relax. And in that relaxation, that's also a trigger of feeling relaxed. I want to eat. Another trigger type are smells. What you smell. Somebody's baking cookies in the other room. You smell that. You're going for a walk and you smell somebody barbecuing and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I want to eat. 
So certain smells can trigger your brain to think about that time or ignite some ability or desire for food. And then you have people triggers. And your people triggers are, could be your spouse, a loved one, your partner, your kids. They're not quite people, but dogs, animals, all of those can trigger you to want to eat. So I want you to think about your late night triggers. And I want you to think about what's happening for you and feel free to share with me in the comment section. Are you having a location or a place trigger, a feeling trigger, an object trigger, a smell trigger, a sound trigger, or a people trigger? I didn't talk about the sound trigger. Like, um, the sound of something going off can trigger you. That's more in the PTSD world more um, than with food. But that can also be a trigger. What's happening for you? And oftentimes, you have the combination. You have the combination of TV, couch, trigger. TV, bed, feeling relaxed or wanting to relax, trigger. So it's a combination that can start triggering this loop, the habit loop of wanting food. So if this is happening at night, I would just want you to be aware. What is triggering this response? For me, a lot of times it's been husband or it's been bed or it's been TV, okay? Those have been in the past what I would say my big triggers. Feeling and location. Okay, awesome. Feeling triggers. This is great. It's so good for me to see what all the, all the above. TV in the evening with my spouse relaxing at the end of the day and wanting a reward. So I want you to think about this and I want you to think about, okay, we don't need to make any of this wrong. These are just, this is how our brain starts to loop things and program in this desire for food. That's it, we're programming it. We program it, program it, program it, and all of a sudden it becomes a habit and we go, and then you don't even have to think about it. You're like, oh, lay down, ooh, trigger, want something. I also know that you all want to lose weight and feel amazing in your bodies and you should, you absolutely should. So we need to move through some of these triggers. We need to shift and change some of these things. I want you to think about what does your naturally thin, best, beautiful, thin within you look like in the evening? See, we have to be clear about what do you want it to look like? Who do you want to be in the evening? Because if you say, hey, I don't want that to change, then fine, you can change other aspects of your life to lose weight. You don't have to change this evening routine and this pattern but if you would like to then what do you want that to look like so that's the first key is getting your thin vision for your evening in check what do you want that to look like and I literally want each of you when you know after this or while I'm talking I want you to write down what does that look like what are you literally doing instead of eating chilling relaxing what are you doing instead that would help you lose weight help you feel totally in control of your body where food's off the table literally and figuratively and you are losing weight 
what's happening, what's occurring. Like that is where I want your mind to go so that you become solution oriented. And so that we're directing your brain, specifically directing it so you are clear of what your healthiest, best self looks like. Now, here's what I want you to remember. Having a couple Hershey's Kisses, there's nothing wrong with that. Having a little this and that, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of times what doesn't feel very good is when it feels out of control, when you feel like you can't stop, or when you go unconscious. When it's part of the evening, like, oh, as part of my dinner, a little bit later, I'm going to have three Hershey's Kisses, and it's kind of part of it, and you know you want something sweet. We don't have to give up those things. I prefer that you're hungry for that evening food item. But you know that feeling when it feels out of control, and then you tell yourself you're going to change, and then you tell yourself that the next night, and the next night, and the next night, and all of a sudden, three decades have gone by. Like I've been saying this for 30 years. Why do I keep telling myself this? It's not going to change. I got to do something different. So we have to do something different. The thing I want you to do first off is get clear. What is it that you want it to look like instead? Because if your mind doesn't have a clear direction or picture, then it won't know what to do. But if you can help it by saying, okay, here's how my thin life is going to look in the evening. So here's how it is in my house. You want me to share with you? We all eat, put food away. Sometimes if I'm still a little bit hungry, I may have a few little Reese's or something a little sweet. Most of the time dinner happens. I go for a walk with my husband many nights and then I grab a spindrift, which is just like a bub, bring it upstairs get into my jammies. We all get ready for, they get ready for bed. I'm a late night person. I hang out for many hours after they go to sleep, but then I just want to cozy in. I still want to cozy in and watch TV. I don't want to get rid of my TV watching or my book reading or my chilling out in front of my phone. I want that. And I also don't want to be the person that has to eat all through the night as a coping mechanism to chill and relax. So I'm very clear that I didn't want that. What I wanted to do is paint the picture instead. So I want to make sure you're very clear about this. I don't want you telling yourself, I don't want to eat at night. Your brain doesn't know don't want. It's just going to say eat at night. It can see that. Instead, I want you to paint the picture so your brain understands what do you want. Are you lying in bed? Are you on the couch snuggling in with a blankie and watching your favorite shows? and you have a little cup of tea next to you or a beautiful glass of lemon water or spindrift in my case, and water. Paint the picture the way you want it. What I see happens a lot is you all are painting this picture or you're telling your brain, I don't wanna see myself. I don't wanna be eating late at night. <laughs> Paint what you wanna see. Your brain doesn't know don't wants. It just sees whatever words pop out in your mind. And so if I say, I don't want to have sugar at night. Guess what it sees? It can't see don't want. It just sees sugar. So if I want to say, oh, I want to have a night where I put the kitchen to bed. I bring myself upstairs. The kids go to bed and I lay and I get in my comfies and I read or I write and then I just relax in front of the TV. My brain can see that. What do you want your brain to see? What's the change? Who do you need to be in order to be that person? 
And then the other question is, are you willing to make this adjustment and shift? Because if it feels like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not, I can't do that. That's so hard. What are you willing to do then to slowly move to that person who has an evening, an amazing evening, a filled up evening, enjoys your evening and gets to lose weight as a result of that. Wakes up in the morning going, hallelujah. I had a great night. I don't feel like I just ate the whole world and now I'm swollen and I'm puffy and I feel disgusting and can barely get up. And they go, okay, tonight's gonna be different. I'm really gonna change that. And then the next night happens and the next night. You don't have to make some of the food wrong. It can be incorporated. But what I would like to do is make that when it is incorporated, you are connected to the food, you are looking at it, you're tasting it, and it is a conscious experience. It is not something that you go unconscious with. If you're going unconscious, I would much rather you go unconscious with a bubbly, with frozen ice cubes, with gum, with something that's not going to give your body this big caloric load that you're going to be struggling with to get off later, okay? So, the first thing, I want you to have a vision. Second thing, the next thing we do is called segment ritual intending. This is a strategy, this is a neuro-linguistic programming strategy. Once you've written out what you want, what you see as your ideal evening or a realistic evening, when I say ideal, I just mean it fits into your life and it feels amazing and it feels totally doable. And the thing you that you've been craving, you wanna have that evening. But it also, I really want it to be realistic. I don't want it to be like some unrealistic thing that's just like never gonna happen and you're gonna be hitting your head against the wall. It's gotta be realistic. Then we're gonna do something called segment ritual intending. Here's how segment ritual intending works. You take the segment, of the day, so the evening, and you can do this with any trigger that you're having, but we're gonna use it for the evening because we're talking about evening. You take the segment, and in your mind, you're going to rehearse it. Segment ritual intending. We're intending for a new segment, and we're gonna rehearse it, okay? So you see it playing out in your mind, and you're making it loud and bold and big and exciting, and you're seeing why you want to do it. So I'm seeing myself putting the kitchen to bed, going outside. We have a little outside refrigerator. Going outside, grabbing my spindrift, going and then bringing it upstairs, feeling amazing that I put the kitchen to bed. And I'm excited to have my evening where I'm snuggling up into my bed, relaxing, saying goodnight to the kids, hanging with my hubbers or by myself, either way, I'm pretty happy with, and watching TV or reading a book, okay? I see it in my mind, and then I do it over and over. And you may wanna rehearse this about five times. When you're rehearsing this, the more you can bring in sounds, feelings, the vision that's real bright and bold and exciting and beautiful and can do, the more it will hook into your head, hook into your brain, hook into your being and manifest. But if that image, if you're doing this rehearsal and it's black and white and it's boring and it's not so exciting and all of a sudden you think about the food and you're like, that's bright, that's bold, that's exciting, that's fun, you're not going to make the change in the evening because you're making that much more fun, the eating more fun than the new experience of being light and lean and healthy and naturally thin in the evening. 
And I want you to experience that. So when you're doing the segment ritual intending, you're making that vision bright. We're igniting your dominant senses, your vision, your auditory, your kinesthetic. How does it feel? How does it look? What's the experience? It's like watching an amazing movie, like the best movie, which is hello, your health, your new way of being in the evening. Make it bright and bold and fun and alive inside of your mind. Don't make it drab and boring and de depriving in, in the feeling. Make it alive. Yep, segment ritual intending. It is a neuro-linguistic programming tool, I believe. I've used it for so many years that I believe that's where I learned it in my neuro-linguistic programming certification and training. So that's what I want you to do. We're going to make it live. We're going to make it bold. We're going to make it cool and alive. Now, habits get formed in our brain. And so to create new habits, we have to form them actively. If you want to create a new habit, you've got to form it. We've got to create it. We've got to practice it. So I also really like the habit of if I was going to be doing this and creating a new ritual for late night eating, I would come upstairs. I say kitchen clothes, grab my spindrift, come upstairs. I have a bench. We go upstairs. I don't watch TV downstairs that much. We come upstairs. And so I would sit on that bench. And before the evening happens, before my late night, when I would typically eat happens, I want to ground my energy and do the segment ritual intending repetition in my mind three or four, five times. Literally, it's going to take you two, three, four minutes to repeat it. If it takes you 15 minutes, who cares? How awesome is that? You're losing weight. You're feeling amazing. You're seeing results. You're going to do the segment ritual intending. You're going to see yourself going through it. You can do it faster. You can make, make each segment go faster and bigger and it can go quick. But I want you to feel so, so awesome about who you're being and what you're creating. The more you give energy, emotion, feeling into that segment ritual intending, the more you get to be that person. The more that desire, you're igniting this desire inside of you that says, boom, I can do this. I got this. And then I want you to future pace your mind. Future pace just means see yourself in the morning waking up feeling like a rock star. Like, oh, I did this. See, feel your clothes getting looser. See the scale moving down. Do whatever you do as your morning ritual that helps you and that you want to experience. See that, feel that, know that that is happening. And then the third thing, I know I'm giving you a lot today, guys. This is like inner circle stuff, right? Um, third thing is that I want you to reward yourself. When it comes to creating a new habit, we've got the cue or the trigger, which we talked about the different types of triggers. We've got the action. Now we're using the segment ritual intending action of seeing it happen and starting to actually act on it. And then the last thing is the reward. Giving your new programming messages. Hey, listen, you did awesome way to do this. So if I were going to do this and have a reward, what the way I do it when I'm changing a habit is I have big calendars up here. When I've done this before, I would just star it. That's as simple as it gets. <laughs> In the morning, I would come up and then I'd start on my calendar and I'd see a star on that day, the, the previous night showing, hey, listen, I'm a rock star. I did it. Sometimes if I wanted to reward myself, I sometimes would reward myself ahead of time with the star. 
which to me kind of was like, mm, you've already rewarded yourself with that star. Guess what? You're going to make it happen because I've pre-rewarded myself already. And then when I would have four or five stars, which meant that four or five nights I didn't eat in front of the TV or with my husband or when my husband grabbed food or any of that, then I would think about something that was really cool that I wanted. New undies, new bras, new PJs, new nail polish, going to get a pedicure, something that was just something loving to do to say, hey, listen, you're awesome. Way to change this habit. Way to be that person. And then after three, four, five times, I would do it again. Until then, all of a sudden, I'm ritualizing something new. There's a new reward that I'm looking forward to. And I have a way to track it to see if I'm being successful in my new way of being. And all of a sudden, a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. It doesn't mean every day has to be perfect, guys, though. That's the key. There are times where I might be hungry at night and I have a couple pieces of chocolate, but I'm hungry and we're done. Done. Next. I don't want you to put perfection into play here. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what I want for you. I want just to be realistic for your life. Most nights, I want to be the type of person who can go to bed without stuffing my face because I feel so much better about myself in the morning. I don't want to be the person who goes unconscious watching TV and eating. I don't want to be that. And so I want to be somebody that can sip on tea and have a spindrift and give myself base and say, awesome, you, and wake up in the morning feeling really proud of what I accomplished. But the way I had to get there, the way I did that was not through force and not through pain. Yes. There were times where your head, this is what I want you to know, there are times where your head might scream a little, come on, we've been doing this, we'll start tomorrow. You've been so good all day, you made it through, congratulations, let's just have this, come on. What are you going to do? If you just expect that, I would just say, you know what, expect it. I just expected to have that voice in my head. And then I knew it was coming. Oh, here it is. Oh, there it is. She's very loud today. Yep, she is definitely yelling in my ear that she wants to eat. Thank you for sharing. That is just a thought I'm thinking. I am not hungry. This is just a thought I'm thinking. This is just old programming. And, and for me to create new programming, I'm saying thanks for sharing. Next. Thanks for sharing. Yes, you're very loud. I know you really want that food. And guess what? When you're hungry again, you can gladly have that. Why don't we have that for a little bit of, as part of lunch? Why don't we have that a little bit as part of dinner? I don't have to make those cravings and that food bad or wrong. I'm just working with that head that can go crazy wanting food. That's part of this. That is part of this journey. For those of you 30-day challengers that are feeling into your body, yes, expect there are times where your head's going to go crazy. Inner circle members, that's where you are going to feel that conversation in your head saying, I just want food. Yeah, I know. Well, I hear you. You just want food. Are you open? Are you willing to wait until you're hungry to have it then? I know you want food. And I also know you want to have a thinner, lighter body. So are you open to navigating and working through that conversation, that screaming, that yelling? And then here's what's happened. So maybe you have an amazing night. You have one good night and the next night falls to crap. 
Okay, you had one good night. We're gonna just keep trying again. Let's segment ritual, okay? Imagine it happening the way you want. That's why when I say step number one, you have to be clear. How do you want your evenings to go? If you're in your naturally thin, ideal, beautiful body, you're feeling alive, you're feeling amazing, how do you want it to go? There have been times I'm lonely, I'm bored, I'm this or that. Okay, that was an opportunity for me to know that's what I'm experiencing, lonely and boredom. So guess what? Let's find ways to fill up my evening, that space in my heart. I would listen to audio trainings. I would listen to things like this. I would listen to music. I'd take long baths. I would light candles. I would fill that time with me time in the evening when I was single. Now I still crave that ritual and I'm not ever going to make myself wrong for wanting to watch TV. <laughs> I'm going to watch TV. I want to watch TV. I want to numb out. I want to sometimes numb out in front of my phone, read. That's what I want to do. That is enough in my life when I think about who I want to be for years and years and years and having this patterning. That's who I want to be. Somebody who can go on a walk after dinner, who can read, or watch TV or relaxes or talks with my husband or hangs out or whatever. That's what I want to be. I don't want it to be related to food and neither do you. I know you don't want this. So it's okay if you have a good day and then a bad day and then a bad day. Because guess what? Just keep focusing on this. Because then if you have two good days of the week, then that can turn into three and that can turn into four and that can turn into it. It's when you forget it all together and you throw all of this away and you go, oh, I'm just broken. No, you're not. There's a reason. There's a reason why you're turning to food at night. There's a reason why this connection has happened. It's probably for a release, relaxation, nurturing, love, connection, procrastination, comfort. But is that what you want it to look like long term? Do you want to keep being somebody who's comforting yourself with food for the rest of your life? No, I know you don't. So how could you comfort yourself? How could you help feel more connected and less lonely? How could you fill that space with things that actually will give you the joy and actually what you need? Because food, maybe for those five, 10 minutes, it's doing that or 20, 30, 40. <laughs> but it's also making you feel sad in the morning when you wake up and go, oh man, why did I do that? Today's going to be different. And I know that feeling of being on that hamster wheel of today's going to be different. It's not. Today's going to be different. Not. Because who we are in the morning is different than who we are in the evening. There's a reason for that. Your brain is actually designed. It gets tired of making all these decisions. That's why when you do segment ritual intending, I want you to start doing it in the morning in the afternoon when your head is strong, but definitely in the evening before all of this happens. If you can set up a new intention for your evening, you can create a new evening. Your brain is magnificent. You are so magnificent. Of course, think of all the rituals you do that are totally unconscious that you've programmed into your life. Things that you may or may not wanna do, like loading the dishwasher, unloading the dishwasher. All these things that you do all the time. You can be somebody who has the identity, this is important, who has the identity of being somebody who eats only when you're hungry, who honors your body, 
And when you're not hungry and when the kitchen is closed at night, you fill your life, your heart, your connections up with other things. Food is not the option because I know that's not what you want. But I also know how convincing, how how food can just call your name. So that's why I want you to be really aware that your brain might call out to you, which is why sometimes when I'm when I've done this before, when I've changed this habit, I make myself successful beforehand. I go star my calendar at night saying, oh yeah, this is going to be an awesome night <laughs> because that sets the intention that I'm going to have an awesome night. I'm not going to turn to food. I'm going to make this a night without late night eating and I am determined to do that and I'm starring it. I already decided I'm going to be successful. That's the power of making the decision. Okay, so my question to all of you is this. Are you right now making the decision to get in front of your late night eating by choosing to be somebody who no longer turns to food in the evening? To be somebody who deals with your feelings, deals with life, manages, numbs out, does whatever without food. Who's choosing? to be naturally thin, thin within, in the evening. Yes, it all fits with the podcast that I did last week around the idea of hoping versus deciding. Exactly, exactly. Yes, 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 Sue, awesome, awesome. Let's say you have a rough night. Does that mean you're broken, that you can't do this? Does that mean that it can't happen for you? Does that mean that you're going to give all this up? No, you just come back to the next day. Look at it. Look at it. When I look at times where I'm breaking down, I just go, oh, okay, I broke down last night. What happened? I just look at it so that I could have a plan for the next day. Oh, okay. So maybe that needs to be part of my plan for the segment ritual intending now. Mm, I forgot to think about that part where my kids come up and bring me candy or want candy late at night. Hmm, I forgot to include that. How am I going to be with that? And then you just start incorporating these pieces. I love this. I love all the thumbs up. Yay. Yay. I love it. Awesome. You. Yay. I love seeing it on the phone too. Great. Now here's what I want you to think about. This is the cool thing. What gets to happen for your weight and your body by making this powerful decision? By showing up in a way where you are naturally thin. You are thin within in the evening. You get to honor your body. You get to feel amazing in the morning. You could definitely use this to help support it or a segment of this if you like a certain section. Go to minute 18 when I'm talking about this or that or the other. Absolutely. Who do you get to be? Like really think about this, everyone. Who do you get to be as somebody who no longer eats at night? What gets to happen for your body? What gets to happen for how you show up in the morning and how you feel about yourself in the morning? You know what gets to happen? You get to lose weight. You get to feel in control. You get to feel empowered. You get to deal with your crap in your head at night. You get to practice dealing with that, which is actually where you need to practice all over the place in order to lose weight and keep it off. By doing this work, this will change the relationship you have to food in the evening. And then you get to be somebody who feels more in control of your eating. You get to walk into that closet and start saying, whoa, that's real nice. This is real nice. A result of this. This is helping me fit into those smaller size clothes. 
This is helping me like my body even more in front of the mirror. This is helping me be the person that I'm meant to be. Because overstuffing my body at night, going unconscious with food, that is not who you're meant to be. There's a reason why that happens. Absolutely. There's a reason that this got programmed in. We don't need to be mad about that reason. We don't need to feel badly about it. But this is what gets to happen for you. And I want you to think about what gets to happen for you. And some of you are feelers. Some of you are seers. So vision-wise, you're like, I see that. Some of you are, oh my God, I feel it. I feel it. So connect to that. You get to be healthy and energetic. Heck yes. And what does that mean to your life to feel healthier and energetic and feeling like you know how to deal with that part of your brain that's screaming in your ear at night saying, come on, it's just a little bit, only a little bit. It doesn't matter. It's actually healthy. Guess what? It does matter. <laughs> I don't care if it's healthy. If your body doesn't need food, guess what it does with it? It stores it because it doesn't need it. So it doesn't matter if it's healthy. If your body doesn't need it, if your body is not hungry for food, then this is your opportunity to do the internal work to say, okay, I got you. I know, oh wow, you're really getting loud in my ear. Whoa, Marna, whoa, you are screaming in my ear. Yes, I know you really want this food. And you can have it when you're hungry. Tonight, I'm choosing to be thin within. Tonight, I'm choosing to be the person I wanna be. And so, no thank you. I'm gonna sip on my water. I'm gonna sip on my lemon water. I'm gonna have a spindrift. I'm gonna grab some ice. I'm gonna chew some gum. I'm gonna go brush my teeth, whatever you need. All right, I am so excited. Are you in? You ready? Let's all practice this. Imagine what gets to happen just as a result of this class training podcast alone. This could be your game changer. This could change it all for you. This could help you lose 10, 15, 20, 30, 80, 